Hey everyone, and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week, this week, people, we got a fun one. We do some deep dives into the Baldwins, a little Sly Stallone, and some of his film choices that have been questionable at times. But, you know, hey, they're the worst at all times. Like normal, we get a little food talk, a little TV, and some other fun things throughout the show, and as well as we touch on some Ellie Kemper fun stuff. So, let's get to the show. Hear it more on your end. Uh, I definitely hear it more on my end, but, you know. What, what but I mean, like, do? the recording, like, if that'll come out, I don't know. <sighs> usually, if what you hear is what's going to be heard. So, like, oh, usually when, when you hear the static, oh. and you're like, oh, I heard static, I'm like, oh, that's not good. Because I didn't hear it. I'll be like, ah. things like that. Like, when you heard the echo and I didn't hear it that one time a while back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, but I also don't can't tell when I'm cutting in and out, so whatever. Well, yeah. Internet, modern day, modern technology, modern podcasting. Ah, yes. We've reached a level here of uh, professionalism, I think, some would say. Ah. Seems like a very loose definition of professionalism. I I mean, you know, for us... True. I mean... I do have to to be more... I've I've noticed, just because my allergies are crazy, um, I need to be more aware of, um, like... When I basically my microphone really picks up when I'm sniffing, like if I have like a runny nose. Oh no, like, just don't. It's just you doing cocaine, dude. It's okay. Oh yeah, well yeah, right on camera. Right on camera. Um, but like no, it's it's very noticeable on the on the pod on the recording. <laughs> but I'm like I so I'm trying to consciously I, I'm trying to prevent prevent myself from doing it. But um, yeah, I didn't. Re- it really picks up. My pro- I mean, picks up more than because Sam's. You know, Sam's. She's since she's just using her her phone. It doesn't. Yeah, her. You know, it, it's the. It's not quite. The this cold. microphone picks up a lot. That's yes, what I'm trying yes. to say. Yes. The, the the more you have, the better the mic. The more it picks up. So. Yeah, but I did start putting the um. What the fuck? This, this the. Yeah. Um, I don't. Was they called a wind? The no. wind protector. Yeah. Yeah, which because it. Yeah, I've noticed that does. Um, <laughs> What? I'm recording, so that was just. Gonna be... No, that's fine. That's fine. Although that would have sounded uh, that I promise you that would have sounded very bad. The me put picking up the mic and putting it back down is going to sound quite loud. Yeah, that'll be funny uh, though. I'm like. But yeah, so I'll try not to sniff or breathe into the. Uh, oh, all right. Unless unless we become an ASMR 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 yeah um, podcast. Which in know, which in which are, case I guess. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll just whisper into the microphone. Yes, yes, yes. That's not creepy at all. No. I, no. Have, have you watched uh, any of those ASMR videos at all? Oh, God, no. Okay. I can't. Oh, you know yeah, how, it, I, am. It you know how I am with sound. Yeah. Um, certain sounds. Like, what is it? We, we, we looked it up. What is the official name for this, me, my, my hatred of... Um, noodles? Of what? The, the, the hatred of noodles. Uh, oh, no. Well, slurping. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's all... In, in encompassed by the whole um it's the whole well it's listed as a phobia though i'm not afraid of it it's just i hate the sound of um people chewing eating any kind of thing i feel like slurping is included in the in, in that umbrella of people chewing right it is uh misophonia 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 Mis- misophonia that sounds right or yeah the sound of uh i just can't stand it yeah um and yeah, slurping, slurping for sure. I um, I try to avoid ramen. Slurping, chewing, tapping, and clicking. 
See, tapping and clicking, not so much. Yeah, but it's just, it's just other people have other things. Like, uh, sure. You know, sure. People hate when I do, like, I get restless le- leg, so I'll start twitching. Really? I don't know why. I just, just one of those hmm. things that someone's like, Jesus, can you, can you not? I'm like, I never know. I never noticed that. No, nor do I. But I've been, I've been called out on it a couple times here and there throughout the years. But, but, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned this many times, but that's why the Carl's Jr. ads always drove me crazy. Oh yeah. For whatever, whatever reason, they felt the need to like up the volume on somebody biting into a burger. What? Which seems completely unnecessary. Isn't it just commercials in general? They just like. I've n- noticed, yeah, probably, but I've noticed specifically Carl's Jr. Like the, I don't know if they still do them because I, you know, here it's not Carl's Jr. It's Hardee's. Um, but but same thing. Just same same name. company. Same yeah. thing. And on the East Coast, they're Roy Rogers. Oh yeah, all, oh, all the oh, same. So Roy Rogers, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Same, they same logo, same everything. But, okay. Although, except I will say this, um, just having known the two, um, uh, Hardee's are also known for their fried chicken, which I don't believe Carl's Jr. even has on a menu. I don't think so. Uh, but Hardee's fried chicken is actually pretty, pretty solid. You would assume that they would get into this fried chicken sandwich thing. You know? Yeah, but no, the uh, you know Carl Jr. solid. I like them. I like their food. Um, but yeah, those commercials, like you remember, they would they would always do it with like the models. Like they did a Paris Hilton, Hilton one. one. They would yeah. do other models having them bite into like an enormous burger and make a point of making the that the mm. initial crunch bite. Yeah. It's just annoying. But see, other things which we discussed like what was it last week or two weeks ago, like the in a movie theater, the sound of somebody eating popcorn. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, no. You know. Yeah, but slurping is gum. Compl- com- somebody chewing gum. Well, if somebody's chewing gum obnoxiously, that's just obnoxious. You know, like oh, yeah. if you can hear somebody chewing gum, they're they're being obnoxious. Um, you unless mean, you're just you in a Carol, very in very quiet room. What? Yes, yes. Gum. 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 Hard G, not not soft G. What? Although soft soft G would be jum. Who that calls it matter. gum? Jum. Um, does anyone soft? Know. Call it. I'm call sure it does, does anybody call it jump, gum jump? Probably yeah. not. Eh. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? What? What? what I mean. Yeah. So, so how we, was your, what? Oh no, my weekend sucked, dude. Uh, my weekend was awesome. Yeah. My um, yeah, my uh, two of my. I don't know if you know this, but I, I will. I'm a diehard um, Wolverton. Wolverhampton Wolves uh, fan, Wolverhampton Wanderers, technically. Right. But, you know, I'm a diehard Wolves fan. But I also have a team in championship, um, um, Brentford, uh, okay. who I've been, a, I've been a supporter of for, God, about 15 years now. Yeah, uh-huh. And, uh, and down, in League two, yeah, yeah. down in League 2, I've got the um, Morecam. Morecam, yeah. Morecam, the shrimps. Yep. Yeah, fight, the fighting shrimps. Yep. That's fight that's shrimps. my League Two team. Mm-hmm. Uh, both both came out on uh, big wins this weekend. Uh-huh. Big wins. Yep. Um, both getting promoted. Yeah, I'm um, sure you paid those solid. refs that that, so, that money. Solid. Oh, oh, that. Uh, what a well deserved PK in that uh, that game yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but big, so good times. I had a, I had a blast of a weekend. Uh huh. Okay. Um, okay. yes. And for you know anybody still listening, we we probably lose a lot of listeners at the footy talk. But um, I'm making jokes because both of Hughes' teams lost this weekend. Um, both missing. to those to those other teams that I just made up. I'm a fan of. Yeah. Um, but they are real teams, they and one t- of the teams is yeah. Hughes' team lost yesterday to a team called the Shrimps. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that that happened. 
It did. It did. Um, Questionable refereeing calls, but you know, hey, it is. Hey, it was a solid game. It, it was, was a great a, game. That was much, like much even better. even for a nil nil game into second extra time. Yeah. Um, it was exciting. It was a fun. It was and and I watch. Oh, sorry. Oh no! It, like there are some games where you're like, oh, it's zero zero. That must have been a boring game. And you're like, no, nah, it's you no. Know, they're close it's just, chances. It's, and... it's the same thing with um, you know, you can have a zero zero baseball game like a pitcher's duel that they're pretty exciting. Like they can be exciting without actually not anything happening. You have to have some like close. You got to have some good catches in those baseball games. Yeah, like, that's you true. You know, to keep it that's true that way. But Otherwise... I um I uh, you know um. I had to, Bill was actually ended up watching most of both games with me because um, I have the Apple TV set up in the living room, and so I had to, I had to watch both games on uh, ESPN Plus, and um, he made he made very some very American-centric comments about how it's boring, and he wishes they scored more, right. but I've got to be honest, he was actually, he got pretty into the, the game yesterday, like, he's like, this is actually pretty exciting. Yeah, it, it, got, it was a nice build, that one. Unfortunate I, circumstances in the end. You know, there were a couple uh, missed calls and bad calls. Yeah, well, you know. typical typical Welsh sore sore losers. Oh. Uh, but he, you know, I, I even was able to explain the, the the tier system, like the promotion relegation, which I I, I think I solidly explained it. And I, I honestly, I think it's a pretty solid comparison to Major League Baseball. Yeah. Going from double single A to double A to triple. I mean, obviously that doesn't happen, but it but it's a solid comparison. I was like, Kinda okay, should so happen. I was like, this match yesterday was League Two to League One, and I told him I was like, this is basically a, a single A team getting promoted to double A. He's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's. I mean, if if that could happen in baseball, a it should. Uh, it would be it'd be interesting if it did. Well, the weird thing about baseball um, that is that double A has better players than triple A. Which is which seems odd, counterintuitive. But the the thing is about it is that Double A is basically where all the superstar prospects, like all your your teenage yeah. prospects from what you know some from the Puerto, you know other countries or Americans. If you're a superstar like a Bryce Harper, you know like that that type of superstar that doesn't go to college. Um, you go to Double A and then you go straight to the majors from Double A. Triple A actually ends up being the the career guys like Crash Davis and and um, Bull Durham, Kevin yeah. Costner's character, or guys um, you know so guys that may never make the majors but they made it up to Triple A. So so Double A actually has the better players. Right. The only the only time Triple A you might be able to say that about Triple A is you, you, when you got the big major league stars that are coming down to for rehab rehab rehab, rehabbing from injury. But right. otherwise, yeah, if you want to see the best baseball, you go to a Double A game. Hmm. I don't really think yeah. about that much. You learn something. You learn something. Yeah, because the the prospects always skip Triple A. They do, or they just right nowadays a lot of them just hop right into the majors. Yeah, some there have been a few a number of players that that never um, never went to the minor leagues. They just went straight through. I don't know some, yeah, but then again, it's a dying sport in its own way. I think we're like the last um, generation that still care about baseball in a way. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, Hi, perfect Sam. timing for transition. So <laughs> why? What are you guys talking about? We were talking. We were discussing uh, AAA baseball at this point in time. Yeah, makes, yeah. Makes... You would have been. In is that pro... like a thing? No. Triple A baseball, sure. Yeah, but it is a. Thing. Have you ne- have you have you ne- have you never seen Bull Durham, Sam? Well, I mean, that picked the minors, right? Is that yeah. what minor yeah. leagues are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if there was like a tier system. Uh, there is. That's what we were talking. It's. 
Well, but is there anything underneath? Like, I thought AAA would be under minor, but I don't know. Uh, no, my, minor leagues is single A, double A, triple A. Oh, okay. So they are tiers. Well, there's um, real tiers yeah. too, I'm sure. Ah, uh, good one, good one. Um, so do you have an update on whole nine yards? Um, I watched it. Hey, oh, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure you watched it? Yeah. So remember how I talked to you about like the longest yards and whole nine yards? Yeah. The longest yard is what I was thinking of because I thought it was a, a, a football movie, right? And then I watched Any Giving Sunday and then I didn't realize the whole nine yards was about a hitman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, no, not, nothing no, about football. Nothing to do with football. I, I mean, um, it was based in Camp, maybe Canadian football has something to do with nine yards, but. Yeah, and then I and then yeah. I realized I'm like, oh yeah, this is a movie that ever all the guys liked in high school because of Amanda Peet. Cause she's yeah, naked, man, yeah, naked Amanda. Yeah. Yeah, that's I did. I once once we started talking about last week, I was like, wasn't that the movie where Amanda Peet was naked? It was. Yeah, so that's that's why it was like a big deal. And it was such the you know I'm I'm not one to complain about such things or clutch pearls, but it was such an unnecessary gratuitous nude scene. Like well, there's no just reason. Well, she could have showed up in her bra and still had the same yeah. effect. Yeah, there there was no reason for her to. Yeah, again, not complaining, but unnecessary. You know, not quite as unnecessary as Halle Berry's in in Swordfish, but at that least Halle Berry. Paycheck. At least Halle Berry got paid. She got paid. I don't know. Paid. If, like, was I don't it like know, million yeah, dollars? I don't know if, so it was something like that. Um, but yeah, that was. Um, yeah, was what is. What, what what was Bruce Willis's name? Isn't like Jimmy the Tulip Tedeschi or yes, something like the, that? Yes, that's the name. Yeah. Why do I'm, you know that? I have not seen it in years, but I I just remembered. Well, I knew that he's the Tulip. That's all I remembered. It's like Jimmy, but you know. And the um the unsung star that I, we forgot when we were discussing the cast last week is Kevin Pollock, who makes everything better. He does. He goes to, he goes to my local diner. I see him all the time. Yeah. Swing swingers. No. Um, S and W in Culver City. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's um. Like, I would. I can I, like I can, I can tell that he's there because I actually hear him talking, and I'm like, oh, that's Kevin Pollock because it's such a distinct voice. He does. He does. Um, I if I were to ever meet him, I would tell him that I loved him and uh, she's all that. I'm sure he loved that. Remember, he was uh, he was her um, what was Lace? What was her? I forget what the. I I can't remember what Rachel Lee Cook's character's name was. Laney Boggs. Laney Boggs. Uh, he was uh, Laney Boggs' dad. And like the yeah. running, running joke throughout the movie was that he was always watching Jeopardy in the kitchen. And he would yell out all the answers, acting with the confidence of b- them all being right. And he was always wrong. Always wrong, yeah. It was no, just a, ru- it was a running joke throughout the movie. But that's like the best part. Like I feel like he does comedy and, and drama really well. So He does. He's a good I mean, actor. Usual Suspects, he was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I'll still watch Usual Suspects, even though Kevin Spacey's canceled. So is Brian Singer. So actually, that movie. Oh yeah. Du- the movie's double canceled. Doubly canceled. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, I don't and, really. And, and frankly, Stephen Baldwin's gone off the deep end. So that movie's kind of triple canceled. What's he been up to now? Like, he's, well, he's still just, crazy Christian. He's just super crazy Christian, Mega right wing, like and everything else. And he's about. he's Haley's dad, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I thought that's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, he 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 had a born again. Like he was, he used to be like a total wild man partier. I think he went to rehab a few times. But yeah, was he the he, one in Young Guns? Young Guns? No, that's Sheen Emilio. Oh, Emilio. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Um, Kiefer Sutherland. Who else was in Ke- it? Uh, in in the Blue Diamond yeah. Phillips was in Blue it. Blue Diamond Phillips, Kiefer Sutherland, um, uh, Casey Zamasco. 
big star from the 80s. Uh, not really. Um, I can't remember. Was Christian Slater in the first one or the second? He, he was, was in, in the, the first one. one. With Christian Slater? I thought he was in the second one. Was he in the second one? I believe yeah, he was. Yeah, the... he, he was Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. Yeah, he what? was in the second one. Um, Terrence Stamp. Oh, Charlie uh, Sheen was in the first one. That he Charlie was... Sheen was in the first one, not the second one. Right. Yes. But then Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips were in both. Yes. And then... Um, Let's see. Charlie Sheen. Wait, so no Baldwins were in Young Guns. No Baldwins were in Young oh, Guns. Uh, yeah. Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney? Is that how you say Dermot, Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, he played... Um, Oh, so in the second one, William Peterson of CSI fame, he played uh, Pat Garrett, who, spoiler alert, kills Billy the Kid. Allegedly, because the, the, the premise of Young Guns 2 is actually that he did not, because the movie is told from the point of view of a, an old man who claims to be Billy the Kid. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, Sam, I don't know if the bald, any of the bald ones have ever been in a Western. I would watch that Western, though, if it were like... Oh, especially Baldwin if, has to have been in a Western. Uh, which one? One of the... I mean, well, maybe, there are four I mean, of them. There are, well, two, three and a half. Are we counting Daniel? Really? Yes, we have to, because he was in Vampires. Okay, With, fine. you know, our, our favorite, James Wood. Uh, yeah. Um, I would like to see Alec Baldwin in a Western if he's not been in a Western. It's hard for me to 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 even think of many Alec Baldwin roles like pre Thirty Rock because that's all I think of him in. Oh well, here's a variety. Alec Baldwin is producing. Uh, Glenn Gary Gunn Roth, come on, dude. And Glenn Gary, yes, right. coffees for closers. That's yeah, a good one. Too. ABC. Uh, Alec Baldwin is going to be producing an independent Western action movie called Rust, with Joel Souza directing. Interesting. That that's that's breaking news. That's something new. Uh, that's uh, May last year. Okay, so there you so, go. We, I can't even, to be honest, can't even think of the last thing I saw Billy Baldwin in. I don't think he's Billy Baldwin anymore. I think he goes by William now. And Stephen Baldwin with The Young Riders, which was a TV Young series. Riders, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. So you, you weren't, okay. So you were onto something. Gotcha. So, I, I, that's, yeah. that's about it. Wow. Yeah, I got a, got a nice photo of uh, Stevie in a Stetson. So. Oh yeah, well you know I he'll always be the star of Biodome to me. Oh good old. Well, I mean, Alec Baldwin is very underrated in Notting Hill. <laughs> <laughs> when he makes <laughs> he makes Hugh Grant take out the trash. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's basically he, Alec Baldwin was playing himself, just the ass an asshole a list actor. Which to be fair, he has a, he has a pretty good sense of humor about that. Like he. He 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 makes fun of his real life temper tantrums all the time. Like his, um, I don't know if you, if you guys remember the movie um, State in Maine. Mm-hmm. It was about uh, the making of a movie in like small town Connecticut, which it's was Mammoth. also it's Mammoth, it was, right? Also Mammoth. So it was Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Um, and in that movie, um, Alec Baldwin plays the asshole lead star who gets into trouble by um, um, trying to woo a um, underage. Um, um, Local. Oh God! Um, what's the one from Ten Things I Hate About You? Um, Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles. Yeah, she was supposed to be like a, a teenager that Alec Baldwin was got in trouble with in the car. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, so he. he, he you wait, know, he, wait, wait! Wasn't he in Pearl Harbor? Yes, he was. Yeah, he played James Doolittle. Okay. See, yes. it's all coming back to me. 
I mean, uh, he's like the best narrator too. His voice is great in like oh, World Ten Bombs and stuff. He's kind of incredible. I know you don't like Wes Anderson, but I didn't hate. Well, I told you I didn't hate Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums is one of my it favorite was po- films. It was post Royal favorite film. Well, it's I, it's fine. I wrote, it was post Royal Tenenbaums. I did not like. That's fine. Um, he oh, was, that was yeah. the Phil Seymour. Phil Seymour Hoffman was the playwright, right? Uh, yes, the... yes, yes. Okay. And I th- I believe um, Sarah Jessica Parker was in it. I believe and, you were um, I saw uh, William H. Clark. Casey. Clark Gregg, who's in a lot of Mammoth stuff, um, also know, you know, better known as Agent Coulson in the Marvel movies. Yep. Um, Mr. Jennifer Grey. Uh, Mr. Yeah, formerly, formerly Mr. Jennifer. Oh, Gray. there's a breakup. They're, they're divorced, sadly. Oh. Yeah, one of the one of the all-time. Uh, he's you know because he's he's one of those um, those actors that that you would not know their name. You would see them, especially after the Marvel movies. But even before that, he was in. He was always in. Um, uh, Sorkin stuff. He was in a lot of Aaron Sorkin things. What was wasn't he in? Um, oh, the Christine, the New Adventures of Christine. Yeah, he played oh, um, um, the ex-husband. L- 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 the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's great. I mean, he crushed uh, it with the Marvels, like getting that, and then the TV series. You throw that yeah, on top of things, yeah. and then you know, especially he's... given that they they found a way to you know, spoiler alert, he you know, he he he. Um, Bad things happened to him in the, uh, the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't even rem- recall how... How did they address that on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was supposed to take place after the events of the Avengers, when Coulson very clearly died. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin it. I, if you haven't seen the first or second Avengers movie, I can't remember I don't believe Sam one. has. <laughs> I believe this has been a, 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 a... Shit, sorry, Sam, I ruined it. Um, no, it's okay. I've seen the first one. I saw him die. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. Th- that, I mean, I'm really behind. I, I believe um, that he's a clone or something. Okay, that's how. Well, I mean, those movies—they can do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, they, they've op- they've opened the multiverse up, so it's like yeah, yeah, it can just be anywhere. The 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 Marvel movies and the Fast and Furious series—they can do whatever they want because well, Fast and Furious have just gone outside the realm of of time and physics, so it doesn't matter. I mean, they're they can going, bring they they're can bring in dinosaurs now. They can, that's happening. It's they're that, merging it. They've they've already talked about. It. They're going to merge the two properties together. Oh right, yes, we talked about yes. Because why, why not? What's what's the the? I mean, after you've after you've gone to space, what's left? Time, we discussed this before. Time travel, I suppose. I don't know. Um, you ain't bringing Paul Walker back. That would be a plot twist. That would be. That would be a, an interesting plot twist. Yeah. I mean, what a what a freak accident though that whole thing was. It's so strange. Um, what Paul Walker's yeah. at? Yeah. It was yeah. Sad. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't his fault. It was the the driver the per, the guy driving it was not. Uh, you mean the the professional it, driver too on top of things. Uh, but that, evidently that is a car that's notoriously difficult to drive because it is way too powerful for its own good. But yeah, it's uh, that was very sad. I recall the night that happened. We, we, yeah, we are Barney's. Barney's. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it on TMZ, and it's all. It, you could almost you could see it, like people looking at their phones around the room. It was like it, it you know, a, a breaking news on people's phones. You could tell when people noticed. And everyone thought it was um, fake news because there was a lot of those fake deaths going around. And yeah, yeah. Right. Although the what was that? That was in two thousand fourteen. Teen? Somewhere around because they were, they were making Fast Seven, and I think I want to say that was fourteen. Um, 
but you know, as as we've discussed, uh, if if I see TMZ report it, which is strange given the way TMZ started, but if you, if TMZ reports it now, you can pretty much guarantee it actually happened. Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, because um, the movie came yeah. out in fourteen. Yeah. TMZ has to go through a lot of hurdles to um, confirm stories. Yeah, they they're legit news source. Wait, like, wasn't they, they, they the ones that broke the Michael Jackson death? Michael Jackson. That was when they. That was the point where they they still do silly stuff like catch people. You know, they they still have their paparazzi that work for them that catch people out at outside. You know, Craig's or right. something like that. But when they break news, like if they break a story about somebody dying, you believe it. Like that's you know when Kobe died last year, it, you know it was kind of spreading around Twitter, but I, I I seriously waited until I saw it on TMZ to know that it was actually true. It but which just seems crazy because in the beginning TMZ was considered a joke, like nobody took it seriously. Though they still I still they have a really weird thing. I don't know if either you ever read TMZ or care, but um, every set like they have a really weird thing where the some one of the writers for TMZ seems to be just love Bill Maher. For some reason, I I don't even know why. Every Saturday, there's a post about Bill Maher's show the night before, and it's always so complimentary, talking about how great Bill Maher is, and it's very strange. Like I don't know why TMZ is reporting it at all. So clearly, there's a right, one of the writers at TMZ loves him, or Bill Maher pays for the uh, coverage, or Bill Maher writes the article. I don't know, but it's it's kind of the same way that TMZ gives glow, uh, oh, always the glow, glowing cover the Kardashians, but that's. That one makes more sense because Harvey, um, what's what's his last name? Um, what, what, the guy, Lev, Harvey Levin. Yeah, I didn't want to confuse him with Weinstein. Harvey, yeah. yeah, he the the guy who runs TMZ. He and Chris Jenner are best friends, so that the 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 glowing Kardashian coverage makes sense. The Bill the Bill Maher coverage makes no sense. Unless it's just buddy buddy wants to get maybe maybe he's friends with him too i don't know it's just it's odd i'll I'll, every saturday without fail there's some glowing post about how bill maher had an incredible show the night before it's just very strange yeah how sam how was your memorial day weekend we already discussed hughes it's uh his 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 was not good why not oh my soccer teams have both lost all of all of his soccer teams lost all of them how many do you have? I have one that's like was looking to get promoted into premiership that lost in the playoff final, and then my the hometown team lost in its promotion game as well. So Swansea, uh, Swansea, yeah, and yeah. Newport. Or is the other I one? still have, I still have your hat. I know, I know. I'll, I get, I'll get it soon. Soon <laughs> um, enough, things will happen where I will actually see you. I still have Christmas gifts that I like literally have just in my living room, and they're just there, and I just haven't seen people. Mm. It's only that's June, true. whatever. I don't. It's true. You can just rotate, ro- just make it next Christmas. Roll it over. Next time yeah. I go to the uh, airport, I'll swing by. Yeah. Um. Basically, uh, didn't do much. We went swimming. Oh, that's nice. Saw a few, saw a few friends. Yeah, we went to uh, nice. the Ventura area and saw oh. some old friends and Josh's dad. We hadn't seen his dad in like probably since Christmas. We did oh, wow. like a. So it's, you know, because they're old and, you know, we're, we're fully vaccinated now. But it's just been really hard to schedule and everybody's been kind of hesitant to see each other. So, you know, now that we're like fully vaccinated, it, it's a little bit better, but we're still keeping it like small groups and stuff and like outside. I did have Korean barbecue yesterday, which was awesome. And that's something I have not had in some. T- it might surprise you to know St. Louis does not have um, ample Korean barbecue. I've seen a few places that I've driven past them. Couldn't speak on if they're good or not, but 
do they have like like Japanese bar? Like, do, is there any type of like cook your own type yeah, places? Yeah. Um. Yes. There. I think we've discussed this before. I, at this point, we're in reruns. Everything we discussed, we discussed before. But I think I told, like, instead of specific, like little Tokyo, K Town, Chinatown, St. Louis just kind of has an area that all, like, all the Asian countries kind like. Like, it's just all Asian markets, of, like Japanese, Korean, Chinese, and it's all the same neighborhood. Um, I'm sure they have... So are you saying that they're all the same to you guys? Yes. Yes. They all speak Asian. They were yeah. speaking Asian. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's weird. It's just a neighborhood where they're all... I don't... It's very strange. I would say Chinese is predominant, like, but you see there are Korean and Japanese places all together as well. So I'm sure there are like barbecue and probably pretty decent ones. I think I've told said before, uh, St. Louis has some really great Chinese food. Sam, I have a Korean place for you. Recommendation. If you ever want to get into K town and go, uh, Dan Song Sa sure. on six West Sixth street. Is it in a shopping center? I think I might've been there before. It is in is a shopping like, center. It's like a, yeah, like a strip mall. Yeah. Yeah. It's really popular. It's really yeah. famous. It's really good. What there what was... uh, a couple weeks. Oh ago. yeah. 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 Hey. What's the, um, the one with the fried chicken, Sam. I love that one. The... Oh, Kyochan? It's yeah. just a Kyochan place. It's not even Korean barbecue. It's just fried chicken. You get fried chicken, but it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. It's the best, in my opinion, because their their spicy wings are so good. I like Asian fried chicken in general. So if I go to any like Asian restaurant, like Japanese, they have their like their their karage, which is like their like deep fried chicken. They're not like I mean they're usually boneless, and uh like. You know, Thai, they have their chicken wings, and, and Cambodians have a very similar chicken wings, too. So it's just, uh, I'll get chicken wings from any Asian restaurant. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had Cambodian-specific food. You should. I mean, it's, in, it's in Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. I've... Just come back. Yeah, just come. They have a whole bunch of Cambodian restaurants. There's, like, little Cambodia is there. It simil- is it similar? Uh, I mean, is it similar to, like, Vietnamese food, or is it different? Well, it's similar to Vietnamese and Thai. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so it's a lot more seafood and, and probably beef, yeah, and pork. Like there's a lot. It's really heavy meats and seafoods, but it depends on the region. Gotcha. But yeah, but yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's very similar in that you know, um, a lot of restaurants tend to do a lot of fusion just so they can sell. You know, sure. so. Yeah. So yeah. Now I'm hungry. It's, Damn. Yeah. Well, I just had lunch. So. Hmm. Wow. Do you do you um do you eat dinner early because of your parents? Um. Not terribly, like six thirty-seven. I wouldn't say is that's terribly, reasonable. Terribly that's a normal early. hour, I think, for dinner. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, for me, pretty... but you know, I'll sit. Bill... I'll be like, oh, it's ten o'clock at night. I have to eat dinner. Bill, that's that's a that's a bachelor lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware. Yeah, you have to remind yourself to eat dinner. Yeah, I do something sometimes. So. Um, uh, Bill uh, grilled an enormous porterhouse last night. That was pretty. Oh, good. that's amazing. Yeah. See, I never know how to, um, well, I don't really grill because, you know, Josh usually grills, but I just can never tell how cooked things are on the grill. Like, ever. Yeah, I've, I've no, I don't really grill much of anything because here, Bill does it in, in LA. I don't have a grill. And generally, I go where, I, when I go places where people grill, like Sam, your house, it's always Josh. Our friend of the show, Kevin, likes to grill himself. So yeah. I don't, there's, there's no never grill. any need for me to do it. Uh, the one time I tried was a bit of a disaster that went with um, also friend of the show, Big Papa. Uh, there was a place, um, it was called some sort of something supper club in San Diego in the neighborhood he used to live in where you would grill your own meat 
but like literally steaks, like a big, they would hand you just a raw, a big steak. And there was a communal grill in the middle of the place. Sounds like uh, a bad idea. Oh, terrible idea. Cause at least with the most like Korean barbecues, it's very thin meat. It's pretty easy to cook. Yeah. Very hard to leave that. At least you can make I mean, some of those cuts at Korean barbecue, you could make rare, but none of them you could leave raw really. for the most part. Um, but this place was like a thick cut steak and I had no concept of how too long to cook it And my God, mine was, it was not, it was not rare. It was, it was raw. Oh. It was, yeah, it was, well uh, or I wouldn't pay for that. You just it was, put it back, just send it back. And just, um, just put it back in the grill. I, yeah, I did for a little bit, but I, we, we had been drinking all day and at that point I didn't care. You know, whatever. That's gross. I can't, I can't do a rare steak. Like I, medium rare is even hard for me. Um, but I'll eat it medium rare. You know, but um, medium is me- fine. I'm a medium rare plus guy. I've, I've become a connoisseur of steak, so I get very specific now. What it's, the hell uh, is that's, medium rare medium's plus? Medium's fine. Medium rare plus is between medium and medium rare, and then and then rare. So basically, if you add a plus, it downgrades it. So if you said rare plus, it's between medium rare and rare. So good, good key. Generally, the only places that will acknowledge that is if you go to a nice steakhouse, like because most places don't really know what you're talking about. But if you go to like a high end steakhouse, they know exactly what you're talking about. Midwest, so, yeah. man, that's that's a thing. Uh, no, that's all. That, that's not just Midwest. I'd say go to any state, go to any nice, go to the Palm. They'll know what you're talking about. Oh, I haven't been in the Palm in forever. I, miss I it. haven't. I haven't either. I've only, and I I missed the old location in WeHo. It, it moved to Beverly Hills. Did it? Oh. The, the Beverly Hills one's okay. I mean, I've been not, there several times because I used to work there, you know, in that area. Yeah. Um, I saw Sylvester fun. Stallone there, which was interesting. I've seen Sylvester Stallone so many times on that one, that the, whatever street that is that, that Paul Cannon? Is, is that the one that the Mastro's yeah. is also on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen him, and I've, I've seen it, and then the, uh, it was a Mulberry Street, the pizza place. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him so many times. I don't know if he has an office there, but oh, I've probably. seen him on that street so many times. It's it's Canyon. Um, there's a tilde. There's a a tilde. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I think, I know that he lives, so one of my coworkers lives in Topanga, and I think he lives in Topanga-ish area because their kids go to school together. But that doesn't mean anything because I feel like kids kind of just, rich kids anyway, go to whatever school that they want to. So maybe not, but like my my friend lives in the Topanga area. Um, And she's friends with his wife, which is weird because I see her commenting on her Instagram all the time. And I'm like, oh, okay. Really? That's yeah, because cool. their kids, their kids, you know, are friends. So, ah. um, doesn't his, she's his, lovely? She's lovely. His wife. I. She seems lovely. Um, I as I, I off the top of my head, I recall that one of his daughters has just an absurd name. Um, I'm currently looking it up, trying to, trying to I fill most fill time. Celebrity kids do. Um, I mean, I feel like most celebrity. Well, he he was actually known for like his uh, may he rest in peace. His his son who passed away. His name was Sage um he played that's not, uh, that's not a weird name no not well it's unusual well his name okay his name is sage moonblood um uh, that's, a, little that's a middle name though. it's a little unusual um and then his daughter the one that uh, is well he has five kids the one that i thought was on his, he has a daughter named sistine like the chapel that's an unusual first name well he's italian true True, but it's not, I, I'm not saying it's a bad first name. I'm saying it's an unusual first name. Have you ever seen anybody named Sistine before? No. A chapel, yeah. yeah yes, the chapel. I mean, the chapel was probably named after somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know. Did he ever have kids with, what's her face? His, his ex-wife, um, the actress. Um, Brigitte. 
Yeah. No. I don't. Although I think Say Sage was with a, a was not Jennifer Flavin. It was um somebody else. The mom was somebody else. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, doesn't really matter. What's that? He's seventy-four. Was it? Wasn't Stallone also with Angie Everhart for a while, or am I just imagining that? He might have been mm-hmm. with her. He was never married to her. Like he was, no, but he, was he, he married to Brigitte? Yeah, for two years, eighty-five oh, okay. to eighty-seven, yeah. and Sasha Chazak, I guess C Z A C K. I don't even know how. From seventy-four pretty, to eighty-five. Pretty fucked up that he would marry Ivan Drago's wife after what Ivan did to to his best friend. That's I, I, fucked I, up. I have a feeling that she got in that movie because she was married to him. Possibly. Probably, probably a good assumption. Um, I'd have to go. I'm sure there are plenty of photos like from back in the day, but I would love to see them side by side because Brigitte's got to have a good four inches on him, four or five inches on him. He is not a big man. No, he is not. She's, and she, she's, and she, she is a tall was, woman. Yeah, I was gonna say she's the best part of uh, Beverly Hills Cop too. Yes, she is. That's a good point. Well, no, Judge Reinhold's the best part, but you know, Judge Reinhold. Well, he's the best, the best part for all three. I mean, he's like a, a, you know, he's like a staple character. But I'm talking yeah. about just for that specific film. Um, True. Great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She. Um. Yeah. She had. She had a good. Uh, you know. She had a good run in the. Uh, in the eighties. Was she in Cobra as well, or am I just imagining that as well? Hugh, do you remember Cobra? Yeah. Yeah. She was. Yeah. That's where they met, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So that you know, funny thing about Cobra. It was supposed to be something else, right? Yes, it was. Funny, you should say. Guess what? what which was... one? Uh, it was supposed to be... Um... I don't know. Beverly Hills Cop. The, the first Beverly yep. Hills Cop? That would have been um, a different movie. It was a different movie. It was Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills yeah. Cop was given to Sylvester Stallone, who then rewrote it into Cobra, and got the right... like. Did his thing, and the script of Beverly Hills Cop came back to the writers, and then they brought. So they turned they once they got Eddie Murphy on board, they turned it into a comedy. No, it was already a comedy. And so Stallone made it not a comedy because Cobra was not a comedy. No, no, he made it. He took Beverly Hills Cop and made it Cobra. Though he did look pretty badass with the the toothpick, like that was Cobra's uh, trademark was always having a toothpick in his mouth. I thought it was was... cutting pizza with his scissors. And that was pretty. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool too. Um, that's interesting. Like that would have been a completely different movie. Though I will say, Stallone can do comedy. Though um, he had some very famous misses. Um, who can forget "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot"? Oh, classic. Uh, also, uh, is that that's different than "Throw Mama from the Train," huh? Yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 Though I could see, <laughs> I get them confused. I could see how you get them confused <laughs> because you have a yeah, you have a thing with getting them a movie slightly off. Well, it's the um, titles of the movies that throw me off because they're very similar. Stop or my mom will shoot. Throw mom. Will f- yeah, yeah, okay, that's they got, fair. They got mom in it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He he also had the misfire. Do you remember the movie Oscar? Oh yes. That was that was pretty bad. Um, though, so he yeah, so Stallone when he does straight comedies, they tend to fail. But he's funny in his action movies. Like he's hysterical in Demolition Man. So he can he can pull up. But comedy. is he trying to be hysterical? That's the. Question. I think he is. I, a lot of his lines are supposed to be comical, are they not? I don't know. I, I debate at times. Like you know, he's trying to do it straight, and it comes off comedic. Well, he does. 
like the I mean some of the like the th- the seashells oh, joke. The rat like burger, that was I guess that was comedy rat yeah. burger yeah, yeah they, they, okay. it some you know lighthearted it's lighthearted fun there there are times but, where know. it doesn't work he's not you know I love Tango and Cash like the rest of them and uh oh Tango and Cash that that isn't a, well see his he he was already um falling behind in that movie because he was never going to be as funny as Kurt or charismatic no. as Kurt Russell. Nobody can be as funny. The rock comes close. Yes. But no, I like if we're, if we're doing pound for pound, most charismatic, um, I'd say any kind of actor, but specifically an action actor, you can't be Kurt Russell. Like every, I mean, from big, you know, big trouble in little oh. China to, um, even snake Pliskin was kind of funny. At least he wasn't in, in, snake Pliskin in, in escape from New York was not funny, but he was, he, they kind of, it was more lighthearted in the sequel escape from LA. Right. Cause it was um, just, a and then, money grab. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. I mean, why, why, um, why not? But yeah, but yeah, no, he had no chance. Still, Stallone had no chance up against. I still wonder if they're going to do the rocks if, remake of big trouble in little China. I mean, The Rock probably has ten things lined up before that. Wait, so so Turner and Hooch and Tango and Cash are completely different films, right? Um, <laughs> no, they actually. One's about a dog. One is about a dog. One, yes, they're they're close though, Sam. I thought that it was a doctor doctor combo. <laughs> yeah, Turner uh, and Hooch and Scrubs. Hi, Kira. Hey, Kira. Do you remember? Do you remember Scrubs? They they always try to get Turner and Hooch to get have the same same surgery. Yes. So they can put it on the board. Well, well and do you remember the like Hooch became a a recurring character because yeah. Hooch is crazy. Hooch is crazy. Yeah. But yeah. but the do you remember the Turner when that joke started? The Turner and Hooch, the guy who played Turner, is actually um, Tom Hanks's brother. Oh really? Jim like, Hanks. So that was the joke. <laughs> that was the joke that they were doing. That not only it was a joke within a joke. They were doing Turner and Hooch, but also the Turner was played by Tom Hanks's brother. It was a genius joke. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah, that I was no Jim Hanks. What we're talking about. No. You didn't realize what? She doesn't know what we're talking about. Like, but hey, Kira, uh, what are you gonna do this summer? Um, I'm thinking about going to um my grandma and grandpa's house and staying there um for about a couple weeks, and then my other grandma, my my um my stay with my my dad's my dad my dad my um dad's dad um with and uh, my grandma and then I'm gonna go with my dad's mom to Idaho and stay there. Ooh, that'll, Ooh, be, fun. that'll be fun. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's ha- if that's actually happening. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Maybe. Um, it's it's yeah. in the possibilities. Well, no, like, so Josh's mom's actually going to be coming here. So it's not like... So she was um, she was close. Kind of. I mean, I think there was talk about early on about taking her back to Idaho for like a week or two, but the way that the schedules worked out, it just didn't work. I mean, we talked about it yesterday, and, and I think I think, mom, I think her grandma told her, like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen this summer. But So I don't know why she still believes it, but, you know, it is what it is. It's not, kiddo. She's going to be in L.A., <laughs> She's gonna be in LA most of her break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! But she has cousins there, you know, so that'd be uh, fun. that makes sense. Did um, that's completely 180. But Sam, did you watch the Friends special? Yes, I did. How was it? it? I mean, it was good. I mean, I wasn't really expecting much because it, it wasn't like 
I felt like it was poorly produced. That sounds bad, huh? Um, that does actually. That's surprising that they because uh, something that long in the making, you'd think that they would, you know. Well, they were still had a lot of COVID restrictions, so it's not like they could, uh, uh, you know, have all, a lot of guest stars, like you said, like Paul Rudd wasn't there, and there was a lot of there was a lot of people that weren't there, but there were a lot of good, cool surprises, and there's just randomly people that were there that were modeling like some of the outfits, like Justin Bieber was there randomly, and um. Cara Del, Del, whatever her name is. Delavine. And like, yeah, and Cindy Crawford was there, like modeling some of the like Ross's leather pants. Uh, ah, one of the best episodes. Yeah. But like, it was just weird. But then, so the reason why I felt like it was poorly produced, I mean, I do, because that you, you brought it up, the fact that people were complaining about James Corden, I'm like, that is kind of weird that he's like hosting like if anything i thought that jimmy kimmel would do it because he's really good friends with most of those people like he's good friends with courtney cox and jennifer aniston at least because his wife is really good friends with them like they're always mm-hmm. like on vacation together and stuff um so it was weird that james corden was there but maybe they were trying to do like more international stuff because there, there was a, a a section where um they like interviewed people from all over the world and how it affected for how friends affected them and then like bts was there because like one of the guys learned english because of friends and all this stuff so it was like they it, like took the, it it, it kind of took you out of the reunion a little bit like i kind of wish that they did it like at the beginning or the end but it was like kind of in the middle and so i mean i think they were just talking about the international influence and and it was pretty cool but it was just really oddly produced i don't know how else to, ex- to explain it because it's like a clip show and then also he talked a little bit and James Corden was there. But in the beginning, they, it, they're, they're filming them all going back to the original set. They recreated it and then they were chatting and stuff. And then they went to like a live studio audience later. And then James Corden was there and they were talking. And then there was just like interstitials in between. And it was just a little, I didn't mm. like the flow of it. I don't know. But it was, sounds... good. it was good. It was good to see them. Like, you know, it's everything that you kind of expected. And they, they did reveal a couple things here and there that a lot of people probably didn't know. So it was, it was fine. Did you see the whole, um, I would love to get friend of the show Sinead's views on it, how um, Matt LeBlanc became an Irish meme because of it? Oh yeah. I, not, I, not, I actually not just, I talked meme. to her. That's funny. Not I talked to her last meme. week. It was like, he just became an, he was trending in Ireland. Did you know this? You? Yeah, you I, I, I'm, I'm aware of this because this has been yeah. forwarded to me. A lot it's, recently. It's funny. It's a lot of jokes that um, kind of go over. At least I don't understand because they they seem very specifically Irish. But yeah, it just became a running thing on Twitter that mm. he that in ever he Matt LeBlanc in his current state, but with like the hair, he's gotten a little bigger. The the, the outfit he was wearing yeah. just evidently reminded a lot of Irish people of an uncle. Yeah, and there's that that photo of him with his arms crossed. Yeah. It just became a thing where like it just was a running joke where all these Irish people kept tweeting about irish uncle about irish uncle so he became like a a meme which i just think is very funny yeah but I just, again, so yeah that's that's funny that Sinead would I'd, I'd love to hear an irish person's i've had three thoughts friends on bring it up to me and being like this reminds me of you in a way oh really yeah, i think i think internationally it's 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 uh hbo is through sky i don't think she has sky so i don't think she's watched it yet unfortunately ah. Because I've asked her about a couple of HBO shows and she she doesn't get it, but yeah. um, I'm sure like you know people in Ireland get it, but you know what I mean. But she doesn't yeah. spe- specifically get it. I talked to her last week and uh, I forgot to to mention it. I've been I was watching Mayor of Easttown, so that just finaled and that was really good. Uh-huh. Uh, sh- is, is, is the finale worth watching? 
You should probably watch the entire series. It's only seven episodes. Yeah, we got a spin-off. Sam, we got a spin-off you, idea you that we're me. doing. So we need a show that we haven't watched, and uh, we're gonna just uh, yeah. watch finales. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I. I we. We. we, we it's we got, like most. Like most of our ideas, we discussed it, and you even made like a logo for it, but we never actually followed through. No. Yeah. No. no we. That's what we're best at is not following through. We have all the websites. We have what? We have all the websites. All the, all the links are all set up, So, but um, we, we have not yeah. done one. Uh, well, we can tease that later when we're closer to launch. Yeah. Uh, but what, I, don't even know, I don't know what other shows, you know, because obviously, as has been discussed many times, I, for me, it was Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Lost. Those are three shows where I only watch the finale. Uh, we have um, to do, uh, what's the The Wire? We can both do. Oh, The Wire. That's a good one. Um, because it has to be a, like a long-running, big finale. Well, no, The Wire might not have had a big finale because The Wire was kind of a weird. Um, yeah. Where where each season was kind of different. They had they had the same characters, but they were they, there were different focuses. What's that called? It's like a type of show like Black Mirror, where it's it doesn't, each yeah. episode is kind of standalone. Yeah. Like standalone. I feel like The Wire's seasons Stan- are kind of standalone. Yeah, standalone seasons. Yeah. Um, but there's a name for that, but I I can't think I, of it off the top of my head. But um, yeah, I'm sure there are other series where we could totally just go to the end. Um, They're called anthology series, Nate. That's Thank it. You, that's Sam. the word I was looking for. Thank you. I did not know it as well. So. Um, yeah, because there's that new one. Was it called like Solo? The the one that's um, Solos, I think. That's um, Zach Braff directed the first one with it's with Anne Hathaway. I think it's an HBO show. Oh. Where each where each episode. It's not HBO. Oh, it's, okay. It's some. It's one of the. It could be Netflix. I don't know. Um. Uh, uh, it's, I think it's Amazon Prime. I've ah, seen it. I was close. Yeah, but Watch yeah, well, that's an anthology show where every episode. You, you don't put Amazon Prime and HBO on the same on the, on the same tier, Nate. I'm sorry. I don't watch. I don't watch either. They're all the same to me. It's not TV. It's HBO. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Do they still use that? Is that still their? Um, um their... probably not. But I I still say it. I mean, I still have been saying that because we went to swimming this weekend and I'm, they had Pepsi's just just for me. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it's a choice of a new generation. And I said it because there's a lot of kids there that don't know anything about taglines about Pepsi, and they're like, oh, it is. I'm like, yeah, it's for your generation. How so? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how much you guys go into the. I, 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 I do rabbit holes of going into the reels of Instagram every so often, and they do this. Right. I, I, I can't help it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, and then I'm just, I'm in it for like 20 minutes, being like, what am I watching, and why am yeah, I? Yeah, it's here? a time suck, you know. It, it really is, but I've been seeing this trend pop up where it's like oh how a sound of a different generation and it's like an older person and their kid or whoever and it's the modem sound and like the kids are like confused on what the sound is it's like oh they don't yeah they've never they heard it. it they wouldn't no. know that sound was the worst yeah it was always so un like unusual like the the it was loud it, it was, was annoying really loud uh, you've got mail. It's always ends. It always ends with that. I want to do a reality <laughs> show. This is what I want to do. I want to take any Gen Z or whatever the young millennials are and stick them in a house where it's 1990, and they they can't use anything except for things like, like technology from 1990. And that's even young. I mean, that's that was even young for us because that's pre-computer. Okay, so ni- uh, like 98, 99. Like, 98 would be a good one because okay. that that was like the when the the internet still existed. It wasn't yeah, good, yeah. but it's crappy internet though. Yes, like, Al, Al Gore had already invented it. It just was not that far along. Um, what people don't understand is that, like, um, 
sure MapQuest existed and like Yahoo and like other search engines like AltaVista existed, but Google didn't. No. So there was like a version of the internet that people have have never been to because it was so crappy. And you know, there was all those like um uh conspiracy theories and then there's like people that just learned like like coding and so there's all these like these little like icons that are bouncing around on all the websites and stuff yeah like yeah. like all the old school like old old websites and everyone's like oh this is cool <laughs> god i remember having to, and, having and to you create couldn't a believe anything and then the internet was so unreliable because you couldn't believe everything i think wikipedia did it you know they're the one of the first ones to to actually try to make things truthful on the internet you know and then again they tried they, they tried. tried. Speaking of Wikipedia, have you seen the uh, the nice changing of uh, Ellie Kemper's page? Oh no! Oh no. yes! Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What did she do? Oh, it's it's such okay. a random celebrity to like mess with. Uh, Hugh, do you want to? I mean, this is she. She's from your area of town, I she believe, is. Nate. Yep. Okay. So, uh, the internet decided to find something on Ellie Kemper over the weekend and uh the Prophet of the Veil, I believe, is the organization. Ve- veiled Prophet. The Veiled Prophet, sorry, my my, my bad. What is on. that? It's a white elite group of St. Louis uh hierarchy type people who believe it it's the way. Is it like the is it like the is it like the, the Illuminati? It, okay, here this is why I wanted they you to explain it. So so, so, so yes. I could I could counterpoint it. See I, I will I will die on this the Kemper. Because she is our age, and um, I grew up. The Veiled Prophet is such a weird fucking organization. It like evidently, yes, it has like white supremacy ties. But I can tell you from gro- having grown up here, none of us really knew what it was. We had just heard of it. Right. So like, what? So Sam, what she was photographed as at was essentially a de- like a debutante ball for the Veiled Prophet. It's just okay. this very shadowy organization. The Illuminati's pretty... I would say Illuminati or Freemasons is pretty on... on but it... Uh, and it's very creepy. Um, none of us really knew what it was. There is a... Um, uh, 4th of July weekend down here, there's a huge festival downtown St. Louis that used to be called the VP Fair. It was the Veiled Prophet Fair. Uh, but it was all, like, blocks and blocks of just you know, 4th of July stuff. They would shut down downtown and you just walk around. And then several years later, without much fanfare, they changed the name. Now it's called Fair St. Louis. I don't know if it still exists, but they changed it from Fair St. Louis because people kind of caught on to how fucking creepy the Veiled Prophet thing is. So, of course, yeah, people found this Ellie Kemper thing and are attacking her for it, saying like, oh my God, Ellie Kemper was at a beauty pageant for the KKK, which to an extent is kind of true but i will say that having this is when she was 18 18 year old nate also didn't know what the vp what veil profit was and 40 year old nate doesn't entirely understand it's a really creepy organization no it's, i i get it so i i just i, I so her. i so all, all i'm saying is that if she comes out and releases a statement saying i did at the time i didn't truly under which is not a great excuse but no. but it's not as it it is not as overt as if she literally was at a beauty pageant for the Ku Klux Klan. No, it it their their the Veiled Prophet is way sh- more shadowy. And once again, everyone, the internet wasn't a thing really back in nineteen ninety nine. Yes, where you can do this kind like, of digging. I I again, we didn't at the time. We were just like, oh, it's this thing, but we don't really know what they are. Um, so. Hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. I'm sure, looking back, she regrets it, but I don't think, you know, 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel like, don't they have like, um, what do you call it? Is it like Knights of Columbus or something? Like, in, in, you of, know, there's all like, there's, yeah, it's just, that's like a, all these different things in each community that where they have like organizations and stuff. It's really hard to keep track of. Honestly. Yeah, no, the or they're like yeah, I I wouldn't quite I wouldn't Knights of Columbus. Yeah, the, all these like societies and organizations. Veiled Prophet is way more shadowy. Like I don't feel like Knights of, Knights of Columbus seems like something closer to like the VFW. Um, than it does, the, or the, um, the, what's the other one, like the Elks, which are just like a club that you go to, you know, the, you're, you're a member of this club, they're not as shadowy as the Illuminati or the Freemasons or the Veiled Prophet, like, they're, you know, they're not. But, like, you know. as somebody who's not familiar with any of these things, they all sound the same to me. Kind of so. are, they're just well, like they an all, elitist they club. So. Well, yeah, it's like in the I believe it's like the Elks Lodge is like a, a group. It's not a secret society. No. It's just a society. Like you go, you have an Elks Lodge that you go down to hang out with people. You have you to be wear a that member. Hat? Is that the one it's, with the? Uh... No, those are Shriners. Wait, are you talking about which? The Elks don't don't they have the, like the silly hats that they have to wear? Uh, I don't know. Not Elks don't. The the Shriners are another one that are kind of an organization that nobody truly understands. Um, where they like wear the fez hats? Oh, that's the one. Uh, I'm thinking of. Yeah, 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 that's that's the Shriners. Um, then there's also and and they're all kind of remember when the Simpsons they made fun of it. Wasn't the Simpsons on the Simpsons? It was the Stonecutters. Yeah, I think that's more like of a that was that was kind of thing. That yeah. was like their secret society. Um, yeah, some are more like again, some are more shadowy and nefarious than others. I would put the Veiled Prophet among the more shadowy ones, like the Freemasons. You know, because they're racist. Well, yes. yes. Um, but that's the thing is that they were so shadowy that we as kids didn't know they were racist. That's why I'm defending Ellie Kemper. Of course. I mean, I'm sure that it was like a friend of a friend or somebody in the family. Well, to, probably to like her, somebody or whatever. To her is, I mean, to, you know, she might've just thought it was like a debutante ball, which are things, you know, I, I'm not part of that society, but you know, debutante balls are a thing in like, you know, high end rich, rich, um, you know, it's a rich person thing. Yeah, I watch Gossip Girl. I get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and Rory Gilmore was also a deb at a debutante ball. You know, it's 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 for it's for rich people. And Ellie Kemper grew up uh, pretty rich. What, so is, what do they have out here? They had cotillions. That was a big. It's cotillion. That's basically the debutante ball and a cotillion are very similar. Yeah. I think. I think. It was a big um, thing when I moved to San Diego because we didn't have them in Jersey. Then, well, at least I never saw like any of that yeah. stuff in my town. And then uh, we moved to San Diego, and all like, everyone's like, "Oh, it's Cotillion season." I'm like, "What?" It's like this? it's. Is there usually like religion involved in that, or is that? No. Am I thinking of Catholicism or something else? Oh, you're um, are you are you confusing it with confirmation? That's that's the Catholic. Probably. Thing. Confirmation is the Catholic version of like a bar mitzvah. Yeah. Um, kind of. Kind of in a of. weird way, but you don't get the like money. yeah yeah it's but it's. Cotillion is more of like cotillion debutante or like high society. Confirmation thing. in general is just I'm taking Jesus into my heart. And yeah, like a bapt. I mean, is there a baptism? Kind well, there's bat. No, baptism is a little different. different. That's okay. like I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to de- delve into religion that I don't understand. Yeah, it's so I don't want to. You know, I don't want to offend anybody by comparing those things. Like, but cotillion is definitely like you know high society, like you know it, pe- men wearing tuxes with tails, that kind of thing. Um. You know, and Ellie Kemper, I guess, could have been part of that society. She went to a private school that's nearby, um, where famously her teacher was John Hamm. Um, he was, uh, I think, her drama teacher. Right. Which was very funny that later on he would go on to play the cult leader in Kimmy Schmidt. Shh, spoiler alert. Wait, what? 
You don't a, you don't find out what he looks like until the the last uh, episode. I feel like oh, the, last episode of the first season though. Yeah, the first season. First season, yes. You know, you never He's saw. the best. You remember? You know the plot of Kimmy Schmidt was that she, she was, was in a, a cult. She was she was rescued from a cult, and you find out in the finale of the first season that John Hamm is the leader of a cult, uh, gotcha. which must. No, it's not a... even like a cult though. Like he literally just kidnapped women, and they were in a bunker. They were called the mole women. So yeah. it wasn't like a religion. It was just he just kidnapped women. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so it's not really a cult, but yeah, but that must have been just crazy, like a real mindfuck for them having been a teacher and a student like twenty years ago. I'd imagine. Well, they're so. both they're both doing well, so whatever. They're both doing well, but though that just shows you how late a start he got in in his career that he was he was teaching up into his thirties. Thirties, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he got you know that's good for him. A little sit- it means surprised little he doesn't have scandals. He must have been a hot hot teacher. Yeah, could you imagine? Did you, I mean, I, you know, some everybody thinks they had a hot teacher at their high school, but imagine being like, yeah, I had a hot teacher in my high school. It was John Hamm. And on a that young, note, people, a young John note. Hamm at that. Got to go. What? John Hamm is a like. That's just the weirdest thing. It's like, oh, that was my teacher. Yeah, I mean, I I want to say he was a drama teacher, but I could be. I, I think you're I, right. I think you I could be wrong. But yeah, it's a, it's it's a school called John Burroughs that's very close. Like we would play them in sports, but it's a you know. So I'm assuming Ellie Kemper came from money because it's a it's a very nice school. Um, she, maybe I mean, she maybe Ellie Kemper's a white supremacist. I'll put it out there. Maybe she is allegedly. There's a there's a headline that says, "Oh great, Ellie Kemper is yet another rich white celebrity with a racist past." <laughs>